0: The rose, amen. Thank you so much. Somebody believe that God can do it. In fact, now I need somebody to really get on the devil's nerves. Say, I know he can do it.
1: <laughs>
0: I know what I'm talking about. What you know about Jesus? Somebody say he's all right. He's a heart fixer. <laughs> And a way maker. I know he can do it. Thank you, choir. Thank you. As you remain standing for the reading of God's word. In this year of supernatural favor, this second message of our first series of messages for 2017. The series is entitled A Test of Faith. This is the first of seven series that we're going to share throughout the year. Each one will look at the testimony of someone who was a person of favor. This is the testimony of Abraham and how his faith was put to the test. And it is appropriate that on this day that we celebrate the legacy of the late Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. We share this message. In fact, this was originally planned for the third message of the series and we moved it up to this sunday because it it ties into the life and the legacy of dr martin luther king jr the text is found in genesis chapter 18 verses 13 and 14 the new international version genesis chapter 18 verses 13 and 14 the New International Version. Before we read it, would we once again give God a hand for Dr. King and his legacy. Thank you to our brother, Brother John Thompson, who shared that powerful tribute to Dr. King. Listen to what the text says, the 18th chapter beginning at the 13th verse. Then the Lord said to Abraham, Why did your wife Sarah laugh and say, Will I really have a child now that I am old? Verse 14, is anything too hard for the Lord? (laughs) I will return to you at the appointed time next year. And not she may, but and Sarah will have a son. And those that love God's word, said, amen. Reach over and catch someone by the hand. To those of you that are streaming live with us, thank you for joining us. Those that are listening by way of radio, we want to thank you for listening by way of radio we are so proud that our radio listeners have made us the number one gospel broadcast on sunday morning amen we are so proud of that hold those hands squeeze those hands look at someone and says is there anything too hard for god i tell them i don't need an answer i already know the answer Is there anything? Now just before you sit down, look behind you and say, then what are you worried about? (laughs) God bless you. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Is there a rhetorical question that requires no answer? Is there anything? too hard for God. Mm. Listen, one of the things that I have over the years studying the lives of godly people, I have come to realize is that even the strongest of us, listen to this, who are faith walkers, at times, can underestimate or even doubt the power of God. And it really doesn't matter how strong you are, how long you've been saved. There, there are times in all of our lives, even our most seasoned saints, these mothers who some of them have been saved for 60, almost 60 plus years can can tell you that there are times in everyone's life in which we sometimes underestimate what God can do and the power of the God we serve. Am I in the right church? Am I preaching to anyone? Now, listen, This is, this is particularly true when it seems as if What we are hoping and praying for appears, look at somebody and say appears, to be highly unlikely. and That is based solely on natural reasoning. In other words, when the natural evidence does not support your desire for things to get better. When, when you pray and pray and hope and hope and it seems like nothing has changed no evidence to say that things are going to be alright in fact when the evidence says the contrary when all the evidence points to one thing substantiated by natural reason and even sometimes science, <laughs> it is so hard to just say, well, God, I give in. I give in to the natural thought. I give in to the natural reason. When, when your backs are against the wall and you, you, you're feeling just worn down, worn out, fighting and struggling with the same issues, same problems, same old knuckleheads, same old demons. You've been praying for them, preaching to them, sharing a word, and nothing seems to have changed. Am I right about it? Seems as if the enemy somehow begins to whisper in your ear that God has let you down. The God you serve has not done what he has promised you he would do. Ooh, I'm preaching this Ah uh, Jeremiah the prophet understood this when he when he writes these words in the book of Jeremiah chapter 20 verses 7, 8 and 9. Jeremiah in a moment of reflection, in a moment of weakness, said to God, you deceived me, Lord. And I was deceived. Said to God, you overpowered me and prevailed. I am ridiculed, NIV translation says, all day long. Jeremiah says, everyone marks me. Whenever I speak, I cry out, proclaiming, violence and destruction so the world of the Lord has brought me insult and reproach all the day long but even God when I tried to quit something in me would not let me quit I need to preach to somebody who's been there Jeremiah said I said I would never mention your word anymore or speak your name, but, but when I sat down and, and really thought about all that you've done for me, then it was like fire. Shut up in my bones. Anybody in here tried to quit and walk away, but every time you did, seems like God just reminded you of something he did for you then. And if God did it then, he can do it again. I just need a witness to say, yes, he can. And and, and it gets so easy. The truth is, some of us have been this close to giving up. This close to becoming weary and worn down. Uh, Perhaps that is why Paul writes in Galatians, Be not weary in well-doing. For in due season, you shall reap if you faint not. Am I right about it? Sometimes we've got to trust God and we, we, we've got to remember that no matter how it looks, better days are coming. By and by, this too will pass. You ain't seen nothing yet. Are there any faith walkers in here that are still trusting in God? God reminded me as I was putting this message together that how... Uh, We must remember that in the midst of our discouragement, the midst of our hardships, there is an old familiar church hymn song. The mothers would appreciate it. And I saw Deacon Lumpkin earlier, and and, and I thought about him and some of these other seasoned deacons uh, when when God gave me uh, this message, this song that perhaps... Some of you have heard about it. Maybe some of you are too young to know anything about this. But the old church, uh, Mother Simmons used to sing this song. They used to sing this song. Have you any rivers that seems uncrossable? Anybody know about this? Some of you know it. You come from these country churches that used to clap their hands and stump their feet. Have you any mountains that you just can't tunnel through? God specializes in things that seems impossible. Woo! Say, we used to sing and he will do what no other power but Holy Ghost power. Can do. As I was preparing this message because Stokes tears ran down my face and, and I had to find it uh, on my phone. I, I've got it as one of my favorite songs and I stopped preparing and just began to worship. And God reminded me that I specialize in things the world says are impossible. And God said to me to remind you that, that, that when the world says it is impossible... God says it's my opportunity because God loves opportunities In which the world says is impossible I wish I can preach to just a handful of folk who've had to stand with God when everything around you was falling apart and when folks said you should have lost your mind a long time ago and folk wanted to know why can you still smile how can you still hold your heads up high and you said baby if you only knew the God that I serve tell somebody he specializes in things that seem impossible when you're too broke to even pay your back bills I ain't talking about just the bills that are currently due and, and you don't even and, and, you, and you're hoping this is not the day that they cut my lights off and you park your car on the street behind your house come on y'all <laughs> you you know what that's about and you park on the street behind your house so when the repo man come looking for you they can't find it and all you're waiting on is your next paycheck and you're hoping somehow God you got to make a way and before the devil gets any glory God steps right in and turns your situation around And make your low places your high places. And bring the high places down. I need to preach to somebody that said there is nothing too hard for the God I serve. I know how it looks. I know how it seems. Some of you have been written off many times before but I'm here to serve notice on everybody who has ever written you off. Tell them you did it before and it didn't work. And the fact of the matter is that you're still here. Don't even think about how broke you are. You ought to be happy just to be here. I know you don't feel as well as you hope you would be feeling, but Mother Kelly, you're still here. And some of you've been through something, and the doctor said you should have been gone a long. Or oh, I visited you in the hospital when the doctors told me and Mama you only had five percent heart operation, and said you ought not even be here another two weeks. And that was about six or seven months ago. And I've seen you in church every Sunday. Somebody ought to help me declare God specializes. Woo! Any witnesses? I feel something up in here yes he can tell somebody yes he will and here is something I want you to remember for every demonic naysayer who whispers in the ear of someone that God did not do exactly what you wanted and they are now the demons from the pits of hell are now trying to convince you that God was never able to do it. Should I remind you of what is written in the book of Daniel concerning three phenomenal young men who were about to be cast into a fiery furnace. They said to the king, we want to serve notice on you that we will not bow to your music because the God we serve is able to deliver us. But... In case he chooses not to do it, we still want you to know something. He is still able. I need a handful of folk who've been through something that know that God is still able. God is still a healer. God is still a provider. God can still do it. And if for whatever reason he chooses not to explain to you He doesn't do it. It doesn't mean that God cannot do it. It means that God has something better for you. And sometimes that something better is on the other side of this earth. Am I right about it? Tell somebody, don't let the devil get any glory. The devil is a liar. God is still able. Tell somebody, yes, he is. Anybody know that God is able? You've got to say it over and over again. God, if you don't do it, you're still able. I know you are able to do it. I I still trust you even when I don't understand. Listen, as we transition to the text, let us examine in this text how Abraham, the father of faith, and his wife, Sarah, how their faith was put to the test. Concerning, here's what God said, the power of the God that they were so faithfully following. In other words, God says, some of you have been so faithful and you follow me so faithfully. But I just want you to know that your faith will still be put to the test. In fact, the greater the faith, the greater the test. And 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 don't think because my favor is on your life, God says, you're never gonna have to go through anything. That your faith will not be put to the test. Abraham, who trusts God on an unfamiliar journey, Abraham who left everything he had just to follow the instructions of God, he stepped out on nothing but a promise. Can I preach to somebody? What if all you have right now is just a promise? Uh, and, and so, but here's, here's what you've got to realize. A promise is only as good as the person who made the promise. And when you got a promissory note from God who can make it good, everything ought to be alright. Amen, someone? Listen, God promised Abraham that he would be the father of a great nation. You know the promise found in Abraham in Genesis chapter 12. God tells Abraham that I'm going to make your seed so numerous uh, that they are like the sands that are on the seashore. Like the stars that are in the sky. He said to Abraham, a nation would one day be birthed out of your own lineage. But here's the problem. It had not happened yet. What do you do when you've been waiting on the promise for a long time? And natural reasoning says it's too late. It has passed you by. It'll never happen. Abraham, out of your lineage, will be birthed a great nation. But here's the problem. You are 100 years old. And your wife, Sarah, is 90. And you all have no children. But God says, it's going to happen. What do you do when your faith conflicts with science? <laughs> what do you do when your faith conflicts with every human reason? What do you do when when the evidence says one thing and your faith declares something else? 190 years old, waiting on the promise of God. So the angel of the Lord revisited Abraham in our text and reminded Abraham of the promise. And when Sarah, Abraham's wife, heard the promise again, the text says she laughed out loud. She laughed out loud. Sarah believed that it was impossible for them to have a child at their age. You can understand Sarah's uh, reluctance because it had never been done before. She looked at her physicality. She looked at their age. And she understood uh, that her time had passed her by. Sarah lost faith in what God had promised. All natural reason said to her that this was impossible. However, what Sarah failed to realize, that the Jehovah, that same Jehovah, touch somebody, say that same God that led them on that unfamiliar journey specializes in the impossible. What you've got to understand that the God you serve specializes in things that make the world laugh, that make the world pick fun at you. There's some folk in the world who said you'll never amount to anything. Some of your own family members have laughed at your promise of your destiny. But don't worry about what they may have done. Somebody got to hold on to God's unchanging hand. What Sarah did not know was that the promises of God, listen to this, will always supersede natural reasoning. If God said something to you, you don't have to match it up with what the world thinks or natural reasoning may think god's promises goes beyond natural reasoning the world says it cannot it will not it will never happen but god said just wait a minute because they that wait upon the lord shall renew their strength i just need to see somebody in here who's trusting in the god you serve contrary to how it may seem and how it look and what other people say you are holding on to the promise of God is there anybody in here that know that God is still able can I get a witness encourage somebody next to you and say neighbor hold your head up high you will get your joy back you will get your peace back because the God I serve is still able. Somebody is shouting on a promise of God this day. There's somebody in here and all you have right now is God's promise, but you decided to hold on. Can I get a witness? Touch somebody and say, neighbor, don't give up. Be encouraged. Uh, hold your head up high. Give God some praise. Why, God is not through with you yet. God has something that eye has not seen, ear has not heard. This is not for everybody, but I need about 100 folk that are ready to put a praise on a promise right now. Come on, somebody. I need you to clap those hands and put a praise on Come on, Zion.
1: Put your arms around somebody's shoulder and say, sometimes you've got to put your
0: praise
1: on a promise. Encourage somebody. Encourage somebody
0: when all you can see is an old promise but God oh somebody feel me in here there's somebody in here right now who's about to give God a praise and say Pastor Jackson folks said I should have gave up a long time ago but the devil is a liar I know how to praise God on nothing else but I promise you got about 30 seconds to.
1: I don't know how, but you did it. I don't know when, but you do it.
0: say something God drop this in my spirit Sister Ray Glover I saw you praising God and God drop this in my spirit God says everybody in here who's waiting on the next career move and here are some examples of people that God turned it around God said you've got to trust me when the circumstances in your life change you've got to be willing to say but God I heard your voice. I understand your promise. And although my circumstances, listen to this. Look at somebody and say, don't miss this. Although my circumstances may have changed, your promise is still the same. And so look at somebody and say, you are still blessed. In the city, in the country, going in, coming out. I don't care how broke you are, you are still one blessed somebody. High five your neighbor and say, you are blessed more than what you know.
1: I, I need you to lay a praise gift on it. Come on somebody, get something out of your pocket. Put it at the altar. Tell the Lord, this is for my
0: next miracle. Come on. This is over the promise. Get it. Get the seed.
1: Get it. Sow it. Don't know. To get it, you keep on making a way. This is a demonstration of your faith. This is not for Pastor Jackson, but this is a demonstration of your faith.
0: Now as you bring it, clap those hands and
1: open your mouth and...
0: for everybody that the devil said you're too old to get another blessing you're too old to get a better job you're too old for God to do something new in your life you've been around too long tell somebody the devil is a liar look at Sarah as you bring that gift 90 years old and the Lord allowed her seed to be in her belly when nobody else thought it was possible. Look at verses 1 and 3. Genesis 21. The Lord was gracious to Sarah. You know what that word gracious is interpreted? In the Greek, the Lord had favor and the Lord had favor on Sarah. As he said, Genesis 21, look at what it says. And the Lord did for Sarah what he had promised. If you don't remember nothing else, remember this, God will do What he has promised. Here's what the text says. Sarah became pregnant and bore a son to Abraham in his old age. Oh, but church, look at the next few words. At the very time, God had promised at somebody and say you won't get it before it's time God says I've got a blessing with your name on it and everybody around you said, this is too hard for God to do your situation is too difficult your family member is too far gone to ever be saved they'll never give their life to the Lord things will never turn around but I'm here to declare this day that God will, God shall tell somebody, God will, God shall. What will God do? I want to share these three things, and we'll deal with them in greater detail Tuesday. So number one, there is nothing that God cannot do. Listen, Jeremiah 32 and verse 17 says, This, O sovereign Lord. You have made the heavens and earth by your great power and outstretched arm. Look at the end of that verse. Catch someone by the hand and say, Nothing is too hard for you. There's somebody in here right now who's this close to giving up. I want you to remember this first observation there is nothing nothing that God cannot do he can do it <laughs> tell somebody yes he, can. yes he can here's the second one there is no promise that God will not fulfill numbers 23 and 19 God is not a man that he should lie Nor the son of man that he should repent. Has he said and will he not do? Has he spoken and will he not make it good? Tell somebody here, keep his word. And here's the last one. For everybody who's praying for somebody close to you to be saved. Look at somebody sitting next to you and say, there is no one that God cannot save. I don't care how drunk they are, how high they are. I don't care how violent they are. God can turn anybody's life around. But John 3:16 says, "And whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Stand to your feet wherever you are. God wanted me to preach this message this day, and I want you to know something that there are some in here right now who are struggling with your faith this is a time for all of us to be transparent some of you in here right now are just wondering God where are you where have you been how can I make it through what I'm going through but I want to leave you with the words of this great old song of the church that we quoted earlier Brother TJ, choir is coming. But I want you to hear these words. In fact, I need you to catch somebody by the hand before you come to this altar. Hold those hands. Nothing God cannot do. Dr. Martin Luther King was a living example. That God can bring every high place down. Straighten out every crooked place. Somebody say, but God. Anybody know God can do it? Catch those hands and look at somebody and say, have you any rivers that you think are uncrossable?
1: Ooh.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Look at somebody again and say, have you in a mountains that you can't tunnel through. <laughs> Ooh, I need you to encourage somebody and say God specializes in things seem impossible. Tell somebody and he will do what no other power but Holy Ghost power can do leave your seats meet me at this altar if you know that the God you serve specializes
1: have you yeah, yeah. any river that you can you think is uncrossable yeah, yeah. and have you in a mountain you can't tunnel through. You can yeah, 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 yeah. tunnel through.
0: Somebody clap those hands.
1: God specializes in things that seem impossible and he But no other power Holy Ghost power Can do
0: One more time Have you any rivers Have you any rivers That seems That you think Are uncrossable, uncrossable. Ooh, Lift those hands somebody And have you and Any
1: mountains
0: That you can't
1: that you can't tunnel through God specializes in things that seem impossible and he'll do what no other power Holy Ghost power can do
0: have you any afflictions have that those anybody's any ever been sick? That seem that seems
1: oh, yeah, yeah. incurable. incurable. Yeah. And the doctor, those old doctors. Specializes in <laughs> healing, in yeah. healing, in yeah, yeah, yeah. healing. Clap those hands, Bible way. Yeah, yeah. In healing, all kinds of diseases, and He will do with no other power, Holy Ghost power. Those power can do.
0: Come on, join the choir, tell God,
1: God
0: Everybody Lord clap those hands. I need you to encourage somebody. Tell them God. so Sarah gave birth to a boy and named him Isaac. And out of the lineage of Isaac was born Jacob. And out of that lineage of Jacob came Judah and Joseph. And out of that lineage came Boaz. Boaz married Ruth. (laughs) Boaz gave birth to Jesse's grandfather. Jesse uh, was the father of David. And David was the king of Israel. And out of the lineage of David came a man named Jesus. (laughs) I just want you to know what God can do. Tell somebody God can do what no other power but Holy Ghost power can do. So for every demon that tells you is over, the devil is a liar. For every naysayer that says too hard, tell him the devil is a liar. God is not through blessing you yet. There's some of you that God says, I'll turn your situation around. I'll do for you what only... God can do. Close those eyes. It begins with a relationship. It begins with a relationship. Whew. And if you don't have that relationship, on this third Sunday of the first month of 2017, God says, here is your opportunity. He appreciates the fact that you come to church. And our hearts are touched. Churches filled to capacity. But you know what? Coming to church is not enough. You need a relationship. If God's going to do for you what no other power can do, the question is, will you trust him? Will you say, here I am, Lord. I'll trust you every step of the way. And after we pray, if you're here and you want to make that commitment, you want to recommit your life to the Lord, you would like to join the church you would like to be a part of the kingdom of God, you just stand and know that God's working on something on your behalf. Lord, we thank you. We bless you. We we honor you this day. We thank you because we know the answer to the question, is there anything too hard for you? The answer is no. You are cancer specialist. <laughs> yes yes my good deacon can attest to that you are a heart fixer you are a mind regulator you are a way maker and Lord we say thank you for when the world says it is impossible you say watch what I am about to do God what you can do there is no other earthly power can do what you can do you can turn lies around Ooh. you can turn situations around you can do it lord we believe it and stand on it this is our prayer in jesus name we pray and those who know what god can do say amen amen, amen. amen. give somebody a holy ghost hug and say god specializes come on choir tell them god special <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You if you know want to that God, make that commitment, come on young lady, God bless you. God Anybody else coming?
1: You God specializes. Amen. Woo. If you need
0: healing, God look at God. God Three young women. Amen. If look at God, somebody saved. else coming. You ready? God Come on. Somebody else. God special. Walk down those aisles. Come on. He's about to turn your situation around. Yes, he will. Come on. Anyone else? This is your day. God is calling you. Wherever you are right now, come on, it's not too late, wherever you are, yeah, yeah, Is there anybody else coming out, yeah, yeah, come on, y'all, yeah. those hands, God, give God a hand of praise as you.
1: Oh, come on, give God another praise for the word of God. Like no other power. Nothing but the Holy Ghost power. Let's praise God for the word of God.